0: Looking like an angel in no a halo oh, And I'm with a tell me where the go Think I might be falling out of control What the fuck do I know? Maybe I should let it go Alright, what is up everybody? I am back having, I'm being forced to do another solo episode And uh, that's because, you know Whenever you think of terrible people in the world I want to i wanna help help clarify your list if you will um first I think first and foremost you know obviously Hitler goes number one uh and then the next two or next three is um kind of kind of give or take you know you you place them where you will um my my list personally goes uh number 1 Hitler number 2 Ryan Johnson and number 3 probably Stalin probably go Stalin number 3 and then four and then you can have fun after that but um yeah the reason I say that is cuz I was supposed to be doing a podcast this morning with Ryan Johnson who um if you don't know who he is he um I've had him on before. He was on the first, well, actually the only fight companion we've had so far. The one with, it was uh, Conor McGregor and Dustin Poirier when they fought the first time. He was on that. Um, if you don't know, if you really don't know who he is, how, how do I describe him? Um, basically, he is, um, he's a, a terrible person. Uh, somebody told me he was at the Capitol when it got stormed, which is whatever, you know, hey, that's his business, um, and he knows about, he knows about, I already warned him that I was gonna have to go in on him and, and talk shit about him since he left me hanging to where it now I have to do a solo episode, but, uh, yeah, he was at the Capitol, uh, I th- not sure if he was the guy with the Buffalo, uh, with the little Buffalo headdress, or, um. Uh, or the Confederate flag, but he was one of the two. But um, yeah, so Ryan Johnson was did that. Um, I think he was selling pressure cookers at the uh, outside of the Boston Marathon a few years ago. Um, I forget Yeah, he, he's done a lot. He's an active guy. He does a lot of things, uh, including leave me hanging for a solo podcast. Um, yeah, but so. I have to be I have to do a solo episode now because Ryan's not here. He had um family he had to take care of. Dude, whatever, man. Who cares about your family? You know what I'm saying? Like, look, if you say you're going to be here for a podcast, you would be here for a podcast. And that's all there is to it. Um let me just, let me just keep letting y'all know what kind of person he is just so y'all understand why um look, I'm not upset about having to do a solo episode. This is why this is why I started doing them is because sometimes you can't count on the guests. And, um, so I just want to keep, I just want to clarify what kind of get, I, you know, I should have known what I was getting myself into because he, this is what he does. You know, he, um, you know, he's not a great person. I think there's a, I, I think there's actually, a, it might still exist. There used to be a, I hate Ryan Johnson club or something like that. um, let me see if that's still a thing. I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing it, but I think that used to be a thing. Anyway, so what? What? Um. What more do y'all need to know about Ryan Johnson? He he said he will be a guest in the future, so I'll ease up on him a little bit. But uh, he's what about him? So he's best friends with uh, David Duke, I believe. Which, if you know anything about him, that's ugh, that's um. Not great, you know, that's not great company to associate yourself with, but, you know, I tried to give him the benefit of the doubt invite him to be a guest, and, uh, you know, I got what I asked for, you know. So, here I am, doing another solo episode, but fuck it, we're gonna make it happen. Uh, I am fresh off of a long, extensive business trip to, I mean, it was a week, but... You know, a week of work Whenever it's, you know When you're somewhere you could be vacationing kind of sucks But I'm uh, fresh off of a long business trip To uh, San Antonio I went out there for some um, Some training that my work You know, wanted me to get certified To to teach And so now I guess I'm a teacher I don't know not, I mean, not like a I'm not going to be teaching your kids or anything But um I know how I'm teaching some something about how to basically talk people down in uh, when they're somebody's having a crisis or when somebody's pissed off about something. I'm like a I don't know the exact. I mean, I know what course I the the course I took is called Satori, but it's but to simplify it's more like it's more like um Negotiation with somebody who's in a crisis. Like, so if somebody's freaking out, mad about something, or sad about something, whatever the case, whatever their emotion is, I know how to navigate through it. And I'm now teaching people how to do that as well. Um, but while I was in San Antonio, a couple things that I wanted to go through while I was out there. So, first of all, you know, Everybody who's, you know, from Texas, you everybody knows San Antonio, famous for uh, Battle of the Alamona. I, I have to say, we fucking everybody knows, you know, we lost that battle and boy did we fucking lose that battle because it is very, very Spanish over there in uh, San Antonio. But one thing I have to say that they sorry about that. I have my TV up a little loud. But one thing I do have to say about the uh, Spanish influence in in San Antonio is they have introduced something to me that is like it's a game changer. It's something we don't have down here, or something we don't I I don't I haven't found around here. And it is they put um what's it that so called? They put tahine, tajin, tahine. I think it's tahine. It's like a chili a chili lime salt thing they put those on their margaritas instead of just regular salt and yo if you're you know like um, who is oh, Chris Ch- like Chris Chapman who has a Mexican restaurant or uh, if you're any of these people who own a Mexican restaurant or you know somebody that does talk to them talk to them put them on game let them know start offering tahini on a margarita because it is a fucking game changer it is so fucking good but um yeah I was out there for I was out there for basically four whole days I drove up there I drove up there on a Sunday and I left on a Thursday so I think I was there like five days or I'm sorry five nights and four days but uh there wasn't we didn't do a lot we went to we didn't do a lot really the biggest the biggest highlight and thing that I wanted to talk about was um, if you haven't heard of this place. It's called Hotel Emma. And I believe if you look it up it's called Hotel Emma on the Pearl or at the Pearl or something. Let me look it up real quick. Okay, it's it just it's just Hotel Emma. Um but it's there's Pearl Brewery and it says it's on the Riverwalk but it's it's not on the Riverwalk. It's it's outside of um Outside of, like, the downtown San Antonio area. But, look, this place... This place is, like... I mean, okay, honestly... Like, I mean, everything super nice. It it gives you, like, very... Very, like... um, European vibes. Like, kind of makes you feel like you're... Like, especially the way some of the restaurants are set up. It, It makes you feel like you're... In like, you know, traveling through some European country or whatever, but, um, but I gotta be honest, there's one thing about it and you'll, you'll notice it if, now that I've told you, if you end up going, you'll, you'll notice it and you'll be like, oh, this is fucking weird. It's, it's just a, it's just like a, a brewery, a hotel, there's apartment complexes nearby, there's like some shops and uh, restaurants and um, bars and all this stuff. But when you go through it and you're looking at it, like they're, when you're behind the... So behind the ho- Hotel Emma is, for one, way, way too fucking expensive for a hotel. Let's be honest. There's I mean, they have a library. It's very like... Um, so Hotel Emma used to be a brewery. It used to be an old brewery that got shut down and they, they just changed it into a hotel. But they turned the whole, this whole like grounds, because that's what it is. Right? It's like these, the brewery grounds, like this this property. They turned all that into this hotel. It's like a small city inside San Antonio. It's the weirdest thing. But uh, anyway, Ho- Hotel Emma for one, super nice, but... Way too expensive It's re- stupid I think I think the lowest I saw It was for like $600 a night Or something So f- Ridiculous But that's beside the point But anyway If you go through the hotel And you go to the In the back Just outside the back Of the hotel There's like this Grassy area and it will turf It's like a turf area And there's things That's food hall And then there's like Bars and shops And there's all these things that are like when you look at it and you start looking around, like there's people biking, there's uh people eating dinner on their pat, like on their little patios on the hot- at their uh, not hotel at the apartment. Uh, a bunch of people sitting there having lunch at their tables, and you start looking around, and it's like a little it's very weird because it's I'm t- it's like a little cult inside of the- there's like a little yeah, like a little compound. Cult type thing, like like inside San Antonio that nobody knows about, because it's very. uh, It gives you weird feel, or at least it gave me a weird feeling looking at it, because it's like it literally is like a small city inside of a bigger city. But I'm I'm doing a bad job explaining it. It's more like like you really have to go to fully appreciate what it is. But it's like like I'm saying, it's one of those things like you do you go and you see people biking people like everything you see like in a in a city like cars driving by cars driving through people picking up food people going into their apartment people shopping people eating at, at outside their apartments like walking their dog like everything you would see like spread out amongst a huge like amongst a normal size city you see it all within this i mean small but it's like one block. It's basically one block of. All right, I had to. Sorry, I had to take a restroom break, and I'm not exactly sure what the fuck I was talking about before that. So I'm just gonna move on. But um, let's see. Yeah, I am. You know, like I said, fresh off the trip, fresh off of uh, a long. I mean. A long business trip to to San Antonio. It was tough. You know, the the class that I had to take wasn't tough. You know, that was easy. The I'm, driving never gets easier. I mean, never. Yeah, yeah. It never gets easier, no matter how how much you do it. How much older you get, more patient you get. It never gets fucking easier. I can't stand driving. That was the worst part. But um, yeah, we had a good trip went to san antonio the best part like i said was hotel emma that whole compound cult that they have going on down there in uh just outside of downtown san antonio it's it's uh it's something to see you know i'll i'll leave it at that it's something to see but um yeah what did we do we went to oh so i know what we were doing We, uh, you know, the hotel we, we stayed at, so my, the, the class I had to take was actually in Spring Branch, Texas, which is like an hour outside of San Antonio. And so what, uh, they wanted, my work wanted me to stay at a hotel that was, I think five minutes from the class, you know, which still puts me, you know, 50 plus minutes away from doing anything fun on my trip. And, um, I'm trying, you know, I'm trying to have fun while I was out there. So I instead got a hotel that's right in the middle of downtown San Antonio and my class in Spring Branch. So I had a hotel that was, you know, thirty minutes about thirty minutes away from each. But next to my hotel was uh Top Golf, which you know we have one around here. We have one in Houston, and we have uh, the the five under in Beaumont, which is like a you know. It's like a great value version of uh Topgolf. Um, it's like a, yeah, it's like a white trash Topgolf. It's fine. It's cool. Um but when we went to Topgolf and we had to wait I you know, we had to wait like an hour for a bay. War well, hotel was like th- <clears throat> 3 minutes from from Topgolf, so we went back to the hotel. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because um Manessa had mentioned to me, you know, a long time ago how she has never tried a four loco. <laughs> and if you don't know what a four loco is, it's basically um it's basically the original ones now they're not the same as they used to be. They're not the same as like when we used to drink them, but uh they had to change they that's how bad the drink was. They had to change what was in it. Because before the original uh, original recipe, I guess you'll say Was like Was like uh, Pre-workout and It was basically if you took like a pre-workout And uh, Alcohol at the same time Like it's like it was like an energy drink And It was like an alcoholic energy drink pretty much And people were like having heart attacks and shit from them I think So they made them change What they put in them Like that's how they actually made them change what was in them. That's how bad they were. And uh, so she said, she said she never had one. So while we were waiting for our bay to be ready, we were like, fuck it. You know, we're, you know, we didn't, we didn't have my son with us. He, you know, he would be miserable while I'm, you know, I'm working eight hours a day on a, on a vacation. Like that's no, that's no fun. So we didn't have him with us. So we're like, fuck it. Let's get a, um, let's get, you know, four loco and let you, let you try it and boy were they fucking awful i don't know how as a you know 16 year old 17 year old uh i allegedly drank these things they were fucking awful and i don't suggest anybody i mean unless you just really like have no you know responsibilities the next day you have nothing to do fuck it do it but goddamn it is an experience to have one of those things they're awful um as you look see see you know this can be the uh this can be the I hate Ryan Johnson podcast because as you as you see I have nothing to talk about because Ryan's not here so I'm just fucking winging it but anyway trip went good we drove to Austin and afterwards you know just to see uh really just there just to see Manessa's brother had a good time with that Came home um, Overall it was good But let's get into Some real world shit One thing I did notice I was struggling with uh, I I mean I noticed this You know A while ago But I really noticed it While I was gone on this trip I was you know Trying to fix my hair And stuff to get ready And I don't know What's happened to me I don't, I mean this isn't I don't feel like this is normal Because I'm 26 but my uh my hairline is fucking out. My hairline is clocking out early. It is done. My hairline is receding bad. Apparently, my hair is getting thinner too. My sister told me that. I don't know what to do. This is all. I need I need keeps or or hymns to sponsor the podcast so I can get my hair back. I don't know what's going. On. Like I used to have a. I've always had like a widow's peak. Always had a widow's peak, but now I've got, like, a a widow's... Like, a widow's stare. Like, it's just, like, obvious now. Like, a little... Like, a widow's peak is, like... It's, like, you know... It's, it's like, when you just peek over, no big deal. And now mine is a full-on widow's stare, just, like, looking right at you. Like, making it obvious. Making it obvious that my hair is fucked up. And, uh... I noticed that while I was gone, which, you know... hey, Like I said, I'm 26. Shouldn't be having to deal with it. But, you know, I think part of it is because you know, I've been stressed the fuck out since I was, I've been, you know, I've been stressed almost every day since I was nine, you know, 20 years old. So there's that. And then, you know, especially with, you know, regular life stress. And then I have, uh, and then I have work stress on top of it, which is only because, which, you know, it's only because of the type of work that I do with, you know, psych patients and all that shit. It's like, i'm constantly getting fucking yelled at and argued with and all this shit and then and then i'm also started wearing hats for some fucking reason for some reason i thought wearing hats was gonna be a good idea and then also fucking jujitsu training i'm sure like you know getting my head stuck in guillotines and shit doesn't help your boy needs help basically is what i'm saying i need help i need y'all to talk to uh Keeps or for hims or whoever, and get a uh, get them to sponsor the podcast. Let's do a let's fix my fucking hairline. This widow stare is not fun. Anyway, sorry. I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to find a, a backup guest, somebody to hop in, maybe for you know for thirty minutes or so, uh, because that um, that communist. Um, I think I don't know if he's. I think he's a recovering alcoholic and racist. Uh, Ryan, I think he's recovering. I think he's in recovery, but he is, uh, you know, he's, he, you know, he left, like I said, he left me hanging. He, he's a bad, he's a bad person, but he's, he's working on it. You know, we're all a work in progress. He's getting better. Um, but anyway, so that's what I was pausing for. I had to, uh, I was trying to find this last minute guest to come hop on and fill the last half of the show. Because like I said, I'm stuck. You know, I'm. This is this is what you know. Actually, this is a good opportunity for me to talk about the uh, the direction of this show and where the you know because I, I when I started this this podcast, like I started it for like to have fun and like to like I love to crack jokes and talk a bunch of shit. Like as much shit as I'm talking about Ryan, like Ryan's a good fucking dude. You know he—he he really is. I—it's. I just told him I was gonna talk shit on him and make it sound bad. So that's all I'm doing. But you know that's that's the type of shit that I love to do. And so that's why I started this podcast. So and I think, you know, me trying to start it and wanting to bring y'all interesting people kind of made the show get away from what I wanted it to be, which was. I want you know of course I want to talk to you know people that I find interesting and that I'm I'm interested in what they're doing but it's also you know at the end of the day it's also a comedy podcast so I want it to be fun you know if you're if somebody's having a bad day or, or something I want them to be able to be like you know what I need a laugh I'm going to go turn on the po- you know the podcast even for 10 15 minutes and um, you know get you know get a laugh out of it that's what that's what the podcast was originally made for and I feel like since I focused so much on getting interesting guests as opposed to guests who fit that mold, I uh, it it kind of got away from that and kind of became a interview style, which is why it's in the I guess why it's in the comedy interview category. But um, no, so I guess now would be a good time to you know try to talk to you all and figure out the direction of the show. So I wanted to I want to I want it to be more. Comedy focused And then the interviews You know will be We'll just have to They'll come up as The guests come up And I'm not gonna force the The interesting guests I'm gonna I'm This is This is me brainstorming I'm thinking I'm going to Uh Just Make the show more comedy based And then as the interesting guests come along Then we'll have the More in depth You know stru- uh, Structured uh, f- more f- uh, More fulfilled podcasts I guess you'd say And they're not so comedy based But um, In order to do that I was thinking about Doing and I want to get a lot of feedback On this so if you're listening to this uh, Do me a favor and share Share my post whether you've seen it on uh, Facebook Or Instagram or whatever share, If it's on Instagram share it to your story uh, if you're seeing this on Facebook, share it and then tell people to go listen or, or share it or whatever. Because I want to get feedback on this. Because I want to know what um, in order to make it more comedy based. My idea is to involve you guys more with um, with different segments. And so, like once, like I need for one, I want segment ideas. And you have to understand, like they're going to be. Like sometimes they might They might get serious Sometimes they're gonna be The majority of the time They're gonna be funny Like If you Like one of the segments I'm thinking about introducing And this one's pretty much A guarantee at this point Is um, A current events segment Where I just Where either y'all can send in Current events Or I can find a couple Current events I wanna hit on And like we'll talk about it And then I'm just gonna But you know I'm gonna talk about it And tell the facts Like tell what happened and then it's going to be me, you know, putting my, putting my little spin on it to make it funny, like pointing out things that pointing out things that maybe you didn't think about or whatever. So like the current event segment is one, but uh, no, I want to add a bunch of segments that I need you guys to, you know, su- suggest a segment that y'all think would be, would be a fun recurring segment that I could do. I could do either solo or I could do with a guest or whatever. Um, and then maybe even get y'all to send in videos like send in video submissions for these segments like um, um I forgot what I've seen one before that I thought would be fun and it was basically it was like t- basically you send in like your tattoo whether it's good or bad and I'm, whether it's it doesn't matter if it's the best tattoo I've ever seen like my job is to sit there and like talk shit about it and try to come up with something funny to say about it and so like there's I've seen stuff like that um I've seen relationship advice which you know which could be fucking funny cuz most of the relationship advice I give to my actual friends is I'll just say break up with them or or get a divorce like that's you know and obviously I'm not serious but that's what uh that's another segment we could do but um no this is just a good time for I guess since I have nothing to talk about it's a good time for me to bring up that you know, I've really been thinking about the direction the show's going in the direction I, I've wanted it to go whenever I first started, and so um, yeah, let me know if uh, if you have any ideas as far as uh, segments or stuff you'd like to see more of on the show or whatever. I'm trying to figure it out. Um, I want a lot of feedback on this, so I I'll take any feedback I can get, even if you if your feedback is like, "Hey, I I think the show fucking sucks. You don't talk about anything." That's fine You know Give me that too I don't I'm You know I'm not gonna You know Get better by Having a bunch of yes A bunch of yes men Saying like Yeah it's fucking great It's great It's great You know Just tell me What I can add What I can fix Whatever But uh Yeah let me Like I said Share the uh, Share all the posts That you see And let me You know Get people involved In this This is gonna help me Structure the show To make it better For the people Who are listening Um or if you do want, if you do want more of the serious interview type stuff, I can I can do that too. I just have to, you know, it's it's gonna be more about finding the right guest. Um, but yeah, we're figuring it out. I'm gonna have to figure this out as I go. But um, I'll just move on from that because you know I've got I've talked about what I need to talk about, and then um, you know I just wanted to get that get that out and move on. But one thing I did want to talk about, since it's this is you know fairly new, I'm sure some of you have heard about this, some of you haven't. But it's a it's a big deal. It's going to change a lot of things, I think, in the sports world. The uh, NCAA passes law where players, college athletes, can now make money off of their name and likeness. Okay, so let me. Break down how this how this came about and why this matters and why it you know was a problem before and all this stuff okay so you can understand what's going on so before before this was passed the NCAA had a rule that obviously you know obvious the players could not make money using their name and likeness meaning if the school you know say, let's just use LSU for an example it means if LSU sold jerseys with that player's number or last name or anything like that, or if they sold um, cups with that player's you know name and face on it, if they sold um, – if they made commercials that had that player in it and all this stuff, the players could not take money from it. They couldn't make any – they could not make a dime off of it. Um Players, you know, there's certain players like um Terrell Pryor back in the day. Uh most famous one is probably Reggie Bush, because Reggie Bush got his Heisman trophy taken away from him because of it. You know, college athletes, they they would do things like they you know, Terrell Pryor is the easiest example. Is he would he got in trouble because he was trading um he was trading tattoos for money. Basically, like he would. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He was trading signatures for tattoos. Like he would, he would sign his name on a bunch of stuff, and then he would a tattoo artist would give him a tattoo for free in exchange. And he was, you know, if you remember Toro Prior back in the day, he was like huge at the time. And um, so and that was, you know, obviously super illegal. And let's let's be fucking honest. If we're gonna be honest on this podcast, we're gonna be honest all the time. And I gotta say, like everyone kind of knows at this point, players make money in college regardless. You know, they find ways to make it. Johnny Manziel uh, came out recently on a podcast saying how he, how he was approached many times about, and somebody would be like, "Hey, do you want to make you know five grand?" And then he was just like, uh, "Sure." And there'd be some weird shit like, "Okay, show up to this location." And go inside Show up at this location at this time and go inside And they give him an address a time he'd go in And he said he would go in And there would be tables Set up Just all these different tables set up With Like uh, football cards Jerseys, footballs All this sports memorabilia And just sharpies sitting there And he sits there and he would sign it all Like, no instructions, it was just kind of like a given, like, you know what to do. And so he would go in, he'd see it, he'd sign his name to everything, and he'd walk out, and as soon as he walked out, there'd be somebody standing there with with an envelope full of money, and they'd give it to him, and that's how he got his money, and that's how they kind of kept it, um, hush-hush. But he, if I'm not mixing up the story, I believe that's the story he just told on a podcast. But besides that, there's, I mean, there's stories you hear all the time about, um... If you if you follow the sports world, you hear stories all the time about colleges trying to recruit these these top high school players, and they they'll do something like you know to they'll do something like uh leave just a a little brown paper bag full of like ten thousand dollars, and it'll just be it'll just be in their in their mailbox, and they'll just tell the player something like. Uh we sent you some mail today or whatever. And they'll send them a letter along with putting that brown paper bag of ten thousand dollars in their mailbox. Stuff like that. That stuff like that's been going on forever. And you know, if you don't know that you're an idiot, or you just don't follow the sports world. Either way, you know, that's fine. But the reason this is a problem is because these sports programs Every all school programs they they make you know millions and millions and millions of dollars off of all these athletes. You know they sell they sell tickets with the players face and uh, name on it and all this stuff. And these players, you know, they're making these universities all this money, and they're not getting a dime of it. Now, yes, the argument is that they're getting a free education out of it. Talk to any pro athlete. Talk just talk to him. And ask him. What kind of education did you get through? You know, not now. I'm not talking about like some athlete who who barely played on the team. Like I'm talking about somebody who was a star. Talk to, okay, perfect. Talk to Johnny Manziel. Talk to uh, Arian Arian Foster is very vocal about it. Talk to Arian Foster. If you listen to these people, and you ask them what kind of um, what kind of education they got while in college. They didn't get a fucking education. They didn't get one. It was like, it was like, look, man, you're gonna do, you're gonna have to do your classes online because you're too big of a distraction. Because you're such a, you know, you're such such a star at this point that we can't, that you're not gonna be able to get your work done in the class. So a lot of them do their work online. They'll be at the university but do their work online. And you know. When you do your work online, what you know, we all know what that's open to. It's open to a bunch of fucking Sheldons from The Big Bang theories coming over to your dorm room and doing your work for you. And uh, like I said, you know, they have money because they've been getting money under the table for years. And so, you know, for, since since college football has been a, been big, they've been getting money. So you know, they have people do their work for them and stuff like that. And that's and that's just how it goes but um and that's and that's not me like speculating like i'm i'm telling you like things that i've heard like directly from college athletes who are now professionals um you know that's just how it goes but the reason it's a big deal is because like i said these college programs are making all this money off these people and yes they're getting them a full scholarship and and they're paying for their education which you know is fine, I guess, but they're not getting a real education. And you know, when you're when you're somebody like a when you're somebody like a, a a Saquon Barkley or a Odell Beckham, like you're majoring in football. You're not major. You're not majoring in. That's why. That's why the majority of these athletes major in kinesiology. It's because it's, it's it's all about working out and fitness and all this stuff. It's like they're not. Getting a real education. They're majoring in whatever sport they're playing. But, and you know, when, when it doesn't, when, they, when they're banking on going pro and it doesn't work out, then they're kind of left hopeless. And so, um a lot of these people, you know, need to make their, need to, you know, make their money while they can, while they have the spotlight. Especially with where some of these people come from. And so, finally, you know, and, and there was a, there used to be a, a bunch of college sports games back in the day. There used to be like college baseball game and now I mean meaning um, video games. I'm sorry, meaning, meaning video games. There used to be like college football game was huge. That was the biggest one. NCAA football game was huge. There was college baseball. Uh, I believe there was college basketball for a time. You know, and they're, and I, I used to play these games. So I used to see them. They would play they would have the exact players with the exact number. The only way they would change it is a different name. They would put a different name on the players, but they would—I mean, you—you you would know who it is. You know, it—it'd be—it'd be very obvious who—who who is who. You know, you'd have quarterback number ten for the University of Texas, this black quarterback who can run, and it's like clearly Vince Young. But they won't say it's Vince Young. They'll say it's like fucking Eric Davis or some shit. But anyway, and that that's another thing that, you know, professional athletes, they get paid to be on Madden. And so, um, you know, the, and these athletes couldn't profit off of it at all. And so, you know, it's been a problem for a long time. Well, now they passed. So now, to, full circle to bring it back. Now to what's happened is they have made it to where college athletes can now make money off their name and likeness. So, they can they can get sponsors. They can um, do their own commercials. They can sell their own merchandise. They can do all this type of stuff. At back to backtrack for a second. One of the more famous, uh, more popular stories was there's a guy named... Um, <sighs> man, what is his name? He... Uh, Hold on, let me find it real quick. Okay, so Donald De La is his name. He was a kicker for uh, UCF, University of Central Florida, who started a YouTube channel. And he, uh, you know, started, got to the point where he was making money off of YouTube. Well, the fact that he was making money off his name and likeness The university And he was on He was a kicker on scholarship So which is You know crazy I mean it happens But it's still Pretty crazy Uh, He had a full scholarship And the university told him Like hey You know You can't This is illegal What you're doing Which you know He started his own YouTube channel On his own He didn't promote it as Anything to do With the university He just Was like This is me This is what I do it was like a personal YouTube channel. He started making money off of it, and then the university said it's illegal. You can either quit playing football, or you can uh, you can either quit playing football or delete your get rid of your your uh, YouTube channel. And so you know some, you know hindsight, is he made the right decision, and he decided to uh, quit football and focus just on his YouTube channel. He, you know, but really, that was, he's just a good example of the way the world used to work before this new law was passed, or this new rule, I guess you should say was, or I guess I should say was passed. This new rule about the players—they can now. I mean, it's 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 only right, honestly. It's only right that they now can say, like, look. I mean, it's it's their name, like you if you own anything in this world it's your fucking name you know what I mean like it you you know that's all you that's all you have is you know is your name is who you are and if you can't if you are in a position where you can make money off that and then somebody's saying no you can't make money off of who you are that's you know that's really not fucking fair so finally they have passed it to where um uh, now they can they can make money now. They can get sponsors. They can um, do commercials, sell merchandise. Have you know have YouTube channels if you're if you're Donald. Um, but the reason this is a big deal is because now some of these like top high school prospects. So high school prospect prospects have to fall have to fall under different rules than NCAA rules. They have to follow under like. NIL or some I forgot what they go under but they follow under a different set of rules so they in high school I don't believe you can still profit off of your name and likeness but as soon you know some of these top high school prospects as soon as they're going to be getting phone calls and have these meetings with these big companies so that as soon as they get to college as soon as they start following under the NCAA rules they're going to start making money now, some people are going to disagree with it because, you know, they think that their, their, their degree or their scholarship is, is, um, is payment enough. But like I said, they don't get a real, they're not getting a real education the way you think they are. Some of them are, yes. Some of them who choose to go to classes like they're supposed to and some of them who are, you know, some of them have to. But some of them who choose to go to classes like, like they're supposed to or um, they can they know how to fit it in their schedule, they're they are getting an education. But I mean let's be honest, there when you're when you're majoring in a you're realistically, when you're majoring in a sport, you are you're not um, your degree might not be in something that you actually want it to be in. Like how many Like I said, the majority. If you listen, if you ever watch a college football game and they they have their faces come across the screen and they talk about their major, I guarantee you, eighty percent of them are going to say kinesiology. So, like a lot of people, they they sacrifice what they're actually wanting to do because they think, okay, well, my my better option is to try to go pro in football or whatever it may be. So uh, now these athletes are going to be able to start making money. And, you know, we, we were talking about this at, uh, me and a friend of mine were talking about this and, you know, it's, it's kind of, it's fucked up, but it's, it's, I mean, it's rightfully so in a, in a way it's, it's just how the world works. They, um, it's fucked up that somebody who is 18 is going to, or, you know, 17, if it's like an early enrollee with a, a late birthday or whatever, somebody who's that young, for one, it's great because they're going to be able to provide for their family. Two. Two, it's uh, it's a little fucked up because, you know, women's professional sports still is like not; get, they're not going to make as much as some of these, you know, young kids in in high school sports. That's just how it goes. But I mean, here's another thing. Let's like let's get into that real quick. So. But like women who will, women who will gripe about the and that's all it is. it's it's usually just women will complain about how um, women professional women's athletes don't get paid the same as men and it's like okay for one you don't know how you don't know how it works if that's what your if that's what your complaint actually is then you have no understanding as to how the sports world and money works and you also don't understand like viewership and like what the people want to see. No, name I whoever's listening to this, I, go ahead and name me five. Let's just say five. I don't even know how many there are. I, I would assume there's like 30 like in the NBA. Go ahead and name me five WNBA teams. Go ahead because nobody knows who any of the teams are. The top, the top, um, the top earners in, in, in the. WNBA Make like a quarter million dollars a year Which some NBA players will make that in a week You know Quite a few will make that in in one week And that's That's But the this thing This is how the world works guys But also Hold on Nobody knows fucking WNBA teams Nobody There's So What was There was a And I'm a Look I'm a sports fan like i love most sports anything that's anything where people are performing at a high level I, I love to watch it wnba is not that they're the best of out of what they've got they've they're the best out of women's if if lebron if lebron james were to decide you know what i'm going to go ahead and throw a wig on and cut my dick off and become and transition into a woman he would drop 200 points a fucking game and he'd be the best player that's ever lived in WNBA history within like 2 weeks. He'd break every record in like a week and a half. Like and that's that's just real. That's just how it goes. Nobody wants to see like when a WNBA player dunks, when a WNBA player dunks, it's a big deal. When if a w, if an NBA player can't dunk, it's a big deal. That's that's the difference. That's the that's how the world works. And so like if you want to break down like if if you don't understand, you know, how how players get paid. Players get paid through it's like um I forgot the term, but it's basically like what's your your market value. And so if if look at it like you're a business. Look at it like you're a business and you you have a million dollars that you're going to put into advertising. And your, your demographic, your group of people that you want to advertise to, also fits the same demographic as uh, basketball, people who watch basketball. Now, are you going to put a million dollars into a commercial that's going to be aired on a WNBA game where, where you have like 180,000 people watching the game? Or are you going to put that money, or are you going to put that same million dollars towards an nba game where you have three million people watching you're gonna put it towards the nba game where you have more eyeballs on your to see your product and that's and that's why they get paid more is because they have the bigger the bigger deals coming into the nba because there's more eyeballs there and that's just where the money comes from and that's that's life and I, look nobody nobody if you're a wnba player I, it's it's not fair. It's really not fair. You're the one of the best female basketball players on the planet, but nobody wants to watch you play for the fucking Charlotte femers or fucking uh, the the Salem jack o' lanterns. Like nobody nobody wants to watch that. And that's just it's it's fucked up, but that's just how the, the world works. And it's like it's like that with even the Olympics, but that's not even that's not even just female. That's everybody. Like Olympic Olympic athletes don't get paid shit. They make their they make their money off of off of uh, endorsement deals. They don't make they make they won't make shit off of being an Olympic athlete, one of the best on the planet at whatever they're doing, at throwing that pointy stick or jumping back first over a pole. They don't make shit, and it's fucked up. But that's the way the world works, and that's um, you know, like I said, it's it is interesting that you know we have these. There's there's just not a market for it. Like I'll I'll just say that there's not just not a market for it. The way that um, the way that there is for like NFL football, NBA. Major league, honestly, major league baseball. I used to be a big fan. I have to admit, major league baseball is not fun until playoffs. It's kind of like college basketball. It's not fun until the playoffs. Um, they they try to make it fun, and they do. They have a good marketing team behind them, but they it's it's awful. They're, you know, I'm I, I can't really I can't really say I'm a fan of baseball anymore. I'm I'm a fan of the of the of certain players in the playoffs, and that's about it. Um, but it's just a weird world that's going on now with sports because now these high school athletes, it's going to cause a lot of shit. Because I'm t- this next season is going to be the first year where players going to be able to make their like so. Master P's son, uh, Master P's son is a college. Is he a college basketball player? I think he's a college basketball player, or, or he's going into college. And he just signed, like, a $4 million deal with... Or $2.5 million deal or whatever it was with... It was a multi-million dollar deal with with some company. And, I mean... Could you imagine being 18, 19 years old? And somebody being like, here, here's... Here's, you know, a multi-million dollar deal. All, all we need you to do is do a commercial for us once a year. And... And wear our T-shirts or some shit, and that's that's the reality of the of the world. And now, that's why I bring the whole thing up because it made me th- and we started thinking about it. Now, female athletes, professionals not not college athletes, professional female athletes are going to be making less than some kids right out of high school. And is that fair? I, I mean, who knows? Uh, who's to judge that? I, I mean, I guess when you look at where how the money comes in, it's fair. And it's like, well, what's your market value? I guess it's fair. But also, I, I do have respect for these women athletes. You know, you've you've dedicated your whole life to something because, like, that's what. Like, look at Brit, Look at you know one of the f- most famous professional basketball players, Brittany Griner. Look at her and you tell me something else she's made for. Go ahead. Go ahead. Look at the picture of Brittany Griner next to like a normal human being. And you tell me one other thing that she was possibly made to... Like born... Put on this planet to do. Go ahead. She... You think she was fucking born to sell cars? No. You think she was born to sell... um, What's it? Fucking Herbalife or make t-shirts out of her house? Fuck no, Brittany Griner is six nine. Brittany Griner is six nine, with fucking dreads and a jawline like Jason like Jason Statham. She's not like she's made to play basketball. That's what she's here to do is to play basketball, and take her platform and use it as best as she can. That's what she's here for. But like like I said, there's just no market for women's sports and now these high school athletes are going to be getting paid more than more than them and so it's gonna cause um it's definitely gonna cause a a problem here coming up with the sports world. But, you know, hey it is what it is. But if if I'll tell you what though, if high school athletes if high school athletes ever start uh being able to accept money for their, you know, getting paid for their name and likeness. I think the Fuller's House podcast is going to have to sponsor an athlete. Uh, Now, you know, I'd like to be able to sponsor my brother, you know, for this next season. But, you know, he, I don't know how, uh, I don't know how his NIL rules work. So we'll have to pass on that this year. But we're going to figure it out because if they start making money, that's 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 where the that's where this podcast is at right now. We're at the budget where we can sponsor like a high school athlete, but like these college athletes who are getting who are about to start making like hundreds of thousands, you know, millions of dollars just to play college football and baseball. And stuff, yeah, we we're not we're not going to be able to do that. We're not going to be able to make that happen. But anyway, I guess I'll move on from the sports talk. It's just something that has is new in the world, it's something that's going on. And um it's gonna change a lot of stuff, so I wanted to at least address it and kinda break it down, give my take, I guess you'd say. I, I don't I don't know. But uh like I said it's something to talk about because the um because that guy who you know left me hanging, I'm not I can't I'm not even gonna say his name at this point. The guy who left me hanging left me with nothing to talk about, so that's what I had to get into but uh i will say one thing i got to get into is i don't know about y'all but as an adult being able to just have a drink in the morning when you have nothing to do like i like i'm having a, you know i i usually will have a drink during a podcast or something just to you know i i get fucking i get anxious for some reason i even if i'm in here by myself i get i have fucking anxiety and stuff and so like just being able to like you know kind of Help me relax and, and stuff. There's, for some for some reason, something about a drink in the morning. Is I, you know, I suggest that one for every adult. Have a drink in the morning because especially when you have a drink in the morning, it's very easy to convince yourself that you've earned it. Like, you be like, you know, what? I I, did, I got a lot done yesterday, I, or I'm about to get a lot done today, so I, I'm gonna go ahead and have my drink now. You can there, you can find reasons to, to have a drink in the morning. So. I I will say I've ha- I just had one and it's fucking nice I you know I feel like I I feel like I earned it because of the the business trip or whatever which I've had I had several drinks during but but you know what it's nice I suggest it I suggest it for everybody um I don't have much time left because like I said it's a tough it's a tough podcast to get through um I don't have a lot of time left, but there's one thing that that we talked about, a little theory, I guess you'll say. Anyway, I want to get into this one rant, very random topic, but it's something that uh, I thought of the other day, and I was watching a video about, and it's something that's, you know, like I said, very random, but I have a good... Uh, have a good theory about it you know I was hearing I was uh, watching a video about how back in the day you know people who they thought were witches were were burned and all that shit and then I and then I ended up hearing how one way they tested to see if somebody was a witch or not was they would uh, make them they would hold them under water until they stopped breathing. And then... They would lift them up to see if they... Came back to life or not. And if they came back to life, they were a witch. And if they didn't, they were like, oh, fuck. We fucked up. So, for one, that's fucking crazy. Two, it's crazy they used to fucking kill people. And just burn them because... They thought they were witches. But... I... I came up with a theory about... Because, I mean, let's... Look, let's be honest. This... Our our world is not like not like the movie Onward, where some people have magic and some people don't. Like you, there's been I don't think there's been any proof of actual fucking magic. I mean, illusions and shit, yeah. But like, I mean, somebody somebody making some shit happen or putting like a hex or some shit on people that's not a thing. So here is this the theory that I came up with about witches. I think witches were just single ugly women. Women who were ugly and couldn't get a man. And that's what I think. And this is why this is why I think that because think about the stereotypical witch whenever like it pops into your mind, right? They're always fucking ugly, number one. So that's the obvious. They're always ugly. Two, they never have a man around. Never. Every witch in every movie you've ever seen, they don't have a fucking boyfriend. They don't have any any man hanging around trying to get with them. None of that. Those are the two obvious ones. Three. What are the what what is always associated with witch? Witches, a cat. What's associated with single women? Cats. Witches were single fucking cat ladies. And then what else they have? What else they have? Oh, they always have a a black pot with some shit bubbling in it. You know what that means? You know what all that is? All that was a story that was misconstrued. They were just trying to fucking cook, and they don't know how to cook. They don't know how to cook, and that's why they don't got a fucking man, and that's why they're single, And you know? So really what I think was going on was that witches back in the day were fucking single women who couldn't get a man. Single cat ladies is basically what it was. Single cat ladies who can't cook. And they were ugly as shit. And that's all they were. And that's... You know, then, of course, you know, they... Just like every... Just like every ugly person out there, they end up having a, a disdain towards... uh, Like, oh, we'll, we'll just stick on the... Like, not to single out women, but we'll stick on the women category for the sake of this argument. They, uh... Just like every, you know, single woman, they end up having the, uh, this disdain for men. And talking crazy. And that's all that that which babble shit you hear those little spells and shit that's all that was they just fucking had they just got anger problems because nobody wants them and so like i said this you can definitely tell how bad i'm struggling to get to this podcast at this point because I, this was like a random conversation i had with somebody uh the there was a co-worker of mine the other night and i'm just now bringing it back up because i'm like I'm saying I'm fucking struggling to get, make it through my time on this podcast. So, uh, but it's actually a pretty valid argument if you think about it. I mean, think uh, like I said, this is the la- This is the last thing I'll end it with. Think about it. Think about everything that is associated with witches, and then compare that to things we think about with like ugly single women, the cats, the looks the the way they dress is not appealing the uh you know if they're single they probably, you know if you one way to get a man is to be able to cook if you can't cook i mean you know you got pots bubbling over and shit that's how it goes that's that's my that's my uh after watching those videos about how people were actually fucking killed back in the day like the, the Salem witch trials and all that shit. After watching videos about it and learning more about that, that was the that that's what I came away with. I came away with that they were just killing a bunch of single ugly women. And that's, you know it doesn't make it right, but you know, they're probably just taking up space anyway. But um anyway, I think I've got enough time at this point to call it a full podcast. Look, I'm I'm sorry, but it's today it's not my fault. You know, today it's not my fault. You can um, message Ryan Johnson and ask. You know what? I'm I, I'm gonna for the real listeners. I want I'm gonna put this in here just to see if somebody will do it. I want somebody to message Ryan, Ryan, uh, Ryan Johnson. I'll will tag him in the uh, I'll tag him in the posts about the episode and stuff. I want y'all to message him and just ask him th- some things like like a, about what I said about him. Ask him. You know what it was like to storm the capital um ask him what else ask him why does he uh, ask him about his drinking problem um you know for uh, you can ask him why he why he abandoned me and left me to do a solo episode uh but ask ask Ryan something that I brought up about him on the podcast just to confuse him just to have him be like what the fuck did I do and uh let him know. Be like, you're a piece of shit. You left you left Cade to do a, a solo episode and to, to fend for himself. But um man, the amount of listeners that still hang around after, you know, episodes like this where I, you know, a guest cancels or whatever it may be and I have nothing to talk about and y'all still the amount of y'all that still stick around is insane. Um, do you know, thank you guys. Do me a favor whenever you see the posts on um, whenever you see the post on the on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, wherever you see it, t- TikTok, wherever you see it, share the post. Uh, invite your friends to the Facebook page. Do all do you know do all these things? I appreciate I appreciate y'all helping me grow this podcast. You know this is um, and also reach out to me about the uh, reach out to me about the um, the segments that I'm wanting to add because. You know, like I said, though those are gonna help carry the show and those are gonna make the show more fun and make it more what it was intended on being. You know, more than the interview style. It's it's gotta it's there's gotta be a comedy aspect to it, which is what I've been which is what I was wanting originally. And uh so yeah, let give me feedback on the give me feedback on the uh, segments. Um, share the page with you know your friends and everybody like i said if y'all you know i can't thank y'all enough for helping me grow this thing to what it's already become but um yeah let's keep it going let us keep growing it um thank you guys Inter- you know in- like i said interact with me on social media reach out to me tell Ryan Johnson he's a piece of shit thank y'all and i'll see y'all next monday i'm out what the fuck do i know Oh, I should let it go, yeah Oh, I should let it go, yeah Oh, I just let it go, yeah